Hi, and welcome to the State of Talk podcast, brought to you by the International Society for Conversation Analysis. I'm Saul Albert, a researcher at Loughborough University. In this episode, I had the privilege of doing a data session with Professor Mardi Kidwell, who is chair of the Department of Communication at the University of New Hampshire. Her research deals with all aspects of embodied communication and has centered on studies of police citizen communication and children's communication. Her contributions to fundamental conversation analytic work have focused on gaze, facial and bodily orientations, mutual attentiveness and availability, and the overall coordination of practical meaning in interaction. This data session format, where we sit down with a scholar and look at some data that they've previously examined, is just one of the many formats that we, the ISCA Publication Committee, are currently testing out. Our broader aims with the new website, the social media presence and the forum newsletter is to generate discussion, collaboration and get people excited about the interactional discoveries that come from this kind of naturalistic inquiry. If you have ideas or you want to participate, please go to conversationanalysis.org and reach out to us. We'd love your input in what we're building there, which we hope will be a truly international hub for collaboration amongst our ethnomethodology, and conversation analysis communities. Thank you very much for offering to share this data mm-hmm. uh, with us. And could you say something about where you got it, okay. what it is, give us some of the context or an ethnographic sure. gloss or whatever we need to understand it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, thanks for inviting me to um, have this chat. Uh, it's my pleasure. Um, so what I have here is a traffic stop, and you can see by the identification that's been given, it says routine on it. So somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, when um, I was working on a large collection of traffic stops that I have, you, you know, this um, occurred to me as being just really routine. And um, it comes from someplace in the Midwest, and uh, the names um, have been changed. So, so in this routine traffic stop, uh, the, the names of streets and um, other places have been changed. Uh, just from listening to it, you know, you can't identify the participants. There's nothing in here that um, I think uh, puts, puts anyone at risk of, of being identified. So mm-hmm. as part of my human subjects, uh, you know, I can't... Um, I, I can share things as long as they are an- anonymized. Okay, so it comes from a traffic stop collection that I got from a um, police department, uh, I should say highway patrol in the Midwest in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's part of a collection I have that has been growing. I have a collection of some 330 traffic stops. Wow. This was the first trove that I got. And I also have some traffic stops from the Northeast and uh fairly large collection from the Pacific Northwest. And one of the things that I like about this is I think it provides a really nice introduction to traffic stops as an encounter. Mm -hmm. It's, it's relatively short. I don't know how many seconds it is. I'm not sure it's even a minute, but there are only 38 lines of talk here. And so it's nice. It's a, a bounded encounter mm. um, that begins with an opening to people uh, coming into co-presence and uh, beginning interaction. And it ends with the people um, departing from co-presence. In particular, the officer leaves the driver and the car and goes back to his car. 
Okay, so shall I play it through once at this point, just yes, uh, just to give please. me a sense because I'm 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 encountering it for the not for the first time, but right. maybe for the second okay. time. Okay, so sure, I'll just play it through. Hi. I'm telling you now you have a headlight out there. Were you aware of that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you have your driver's license, please? Yeah. Where are y'all headed to? Home. Home. Just right down uh, on August Avenue. Okay. Where are you coming from? The uh, Rage. Okay. The movie theater. Have you had any alcohol to drink tonight, sir? No. Nothing? No. Not at all. Okay. All right. Just get that fixed. It's just me a warning tonight, okay? All right. All right. Have a safe weekend. Thank you. Okay. I think I'd like to make this a kind of interactive endeavor. So, sure. so for me, um, data sessions are individual but also interactive, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're wonderful kinds of occasions where uh, we, we look at, at data, we make notes, and then we take turns commenting, telling what our observations of the data are and particular parts of it. So um, I, uh, I guess I have the advantage or the disadvantage of having looked at a lot, a lot of traffic stops. Yeah. So this is jumping out to me already um, as something that on the one hand is very routine, mundane, nothing particularly interesting mm -hmm. uh, happens here. But on the other hand, it's also just wonderful for all the things that do happen and make it come off as uh, as a routine, nothing, if mm -hmm. I can you know, use the sax line, nothing unusual is, is happening here. So I guess I'll ask you yeah. if I can. Please, go what, ahead. What, uh, is there anything that strikes you when you, when you see the interaction um, or look at the transcript? I think just having seen the interaction, I haven't studied the transcript in detail yet, mm -hmm. but I feel hesitant to jump ahead in it to the things that I noticed because I'm sure that there are all the lovely lovelinesses of the routine mm. right up at the top and, you know, maybe we won't get past line seven. But, um, right. <laughs> I mean, the routineness of it, the nothing happening here-ness mm. of it, to me seems uh, to jump out at the latched responses or mm. not necessarily mm -hmm. latch but the very the readiness to respond that the driver has mm -hmm. to where are you going home it's not quite a latch yes. but it's close to it right and uh, the predict you're not predictability the questions jumps out at me mm. Uh, mm -hmm. but yes i i haven't i haven't got anything about yep. the greeting but i'm sure you do right right um so i guess you know when i look at at any data there's two, three, maybe four things that I like to do. Mm -hmm. One is I simply go through line by line. I like to do a line by line analysis. I like to identify initiating and responding actions. Mm -hmm. I like to give them social names. And then I like to identify sequences 
Um, mm-hmm. So I do, I'll do a sort of blocking exercise with a transcript. Now, this particular interaction is, it, is its own whole bounded encounter, which is a little different. You know, sometimes when we do data sessions, we're looking at a little bit of, of a, an interaction that may last for 30 minutes, an yeah. hour, something like that. So we don't see people coming into co-presence, opening the interaction um, and then departing from the interaction. Also, as, as institutional interaction, one of the things I, I like to do is try to, and, and I do this with any interaction I'm looking at really, mm-hmm. is, is in terms of blocking off sequences, I like to see if there's a logic to these sequences. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there some work that's getting done? Um, and you can certainly do that with ordinary interaction. It... Uh, really jumps out at you with um, institutional interaction. So yeah. I'm thinking 911 calls or doctor-patient interaction, right. customer service interaction. And here, here we have a traffic stop. So, you know, one of the things is you can see uh, in, in terms of the sequences, these sequences make up an encounter where some work is getting done and uh, there's an overall kind of work accomplishment that should happen, uh-huh. but getting there, there are uh, tasks that sort of lead to that. I'm curious, yeah. this is what, what sometimes known as phase structure, right? That's how I think yes, it's sometimes right. referred to, okay. Absolutely, phase structure, task structure. And I think when you're looking at institutional interaction, but also where if you've identified uh, some kind of activity in in ordinary interaction, <clears throat> if you have a spate of interaction or a stream, but there's, you know, something going on here, like a story, right, yeah. or um, some kind of question-answer sequence. So I, I think that um, because this is a traffic stop, it's relatively uh, a, a relatively short one. Sometimes they're a lot longer. That it's good to start with identifying the phases, the task phases. And if you look at lines uh, one to two, you can see a greeting by the officer. Mm-hmm. Good evening, sir, and a return greeting, hi. And, you know, I would, I would put a circle around that or I would do brackets and, and I, you know, write greeting, exchange greeting, greetings exchange, something mm-hmm. like that over on the side. And then, you know, I noticed there's a little bit of, of a silence and then the officer continues. I was stopping you tonight. You have a headlight out there. Were you aware of that, right? And, um, and that's another uh, task that's um, sort of related to the overall opening, which I can just say something about in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I call that the reason for the stop, okay? okay? Yeah. And just like other interactions, uh, when people come into uh, co-presence, especially when one person is initiating that interaction, Mm -hmm. you know, they usually give a reason, a reason for the encounter in uh, in phone calls, a reason for the call. I'll go back and say something about the opening. Of course, before lines one and two, where you have that greeting, there is a lot of work done in the traffic stop uh, that is not included on the transcript here. So you have... um, uh, an opening that's initiated by the officer. The officer is out uh, for, for this kind of traffic stop, traffic mm-hmm. um, regulation stops. 
the officers out driving, patrolling, uh, may have as their explicit work for that day, uh, stopping people, or just on some other kind of patrol, they, they see some sort of problem driving. Mm. So the officer you know, has to observe something and then decide that they are going to address it. So, so they will initiate interaction by turning on the siren, a kind of summoning device, <laughs> right? The answer to the summons then is the driver pulling over, right? right? The act of pulling over says, all right, I have answered your summons and I am agreeing to enter into interaction with you. And there's been um, some work written about uh, the summoning and answer of the uh, police stop interaction. I've written a little bit about it, and someone else named uh, Philip Hoshone has written, you know, the officer turns on the siren, but then the officer has to indicate, you know, which car it is uh, that um, she or he wants to pull over. Mm. And so in addition to the siren, the officer will use close following. So we've all had that experience. We're driving, we hear a siren. It's like, oh no, you look in your rear view mirror, is that for me? Oh, and you see the police car go right past you and you're very relieved. If you look in your rear view mirror and you see the police cars right behind you, right? And they're mm -hmm. just getting close, you know that it's meant for it's you. It's you, right. And, <laughs> yeah, right. And when I you know, look at any data, I'm often comparing Right. I'm often comparing um, what I know and have experienced as a, a native interactionist, but mm -hmm. also other data that I've looked at, which can you know, have its advantages, uh, but it can also be disadvantageous. So, so one of the things I, I think about with this kind of summoning and opening of interaction is what's that like compared to face-to-face -to -face interaction? Mm. Right. So at first, these participants are not face-to-face. -face. They are in vehicles. And in the absence of bodies, right, to do, do with the affordances of cars, of a patrol car. So, so in the absence of eyes mm -hmm. to indicate who the recipient of a summons should be, the uh, officer will use this close following. So, so you know, so many of these, these actions, they can just be broken down further and further. It's not just a summons, mm -hmm. right? You know, even in ordinary face-to-face -face interaction, if you say to someone a, a general sort of summons, excuse me, right, and mm -hmm. you're in a multi-party situation, you may have five people look at you, and then it's with your eyes, right, that you right. Um, alert someone to, you are the recipient of, of this action. And in some of the writing about uh, the summonsing, su summoning, um, you can see the officer learns a lot about the person that they're going to be dealing with. So, so does this person pull over right away? Right, Do they pull over in a, in a place that's safe for both of them? Mm. Um, or do they take the officer on a, on a wild ride? And I have um, mostly pretty routine kinds of encounters in my collection. Mm -hmm. But some, and certainly you can go on YouTube and find ones, the officer has to chase the person and that often does not end very well um, for the citizen. But, um, you know, you can, I even have cases where the officer's commenting about how the person is pulling over, right? Wow, yeah. So the officers turned on the siren, they're close following, and they're now following while this person is, is, is answering the summons. And how do they do that? Well, 
sometimes people just stop right in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. right? Or they drive and drive. And I have one uh, case where the officer says, what's this guy doing, right? <laughs> so you have continuous dash cam footage. It doesn't stop yes. and start. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. It, it, stop, it starts when the officer turns on their siren. I see. Okay. Right. So that's like automatically. The, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm not even, still not even talking about the data that we have here, but there's been a lot of interaction and, and work, and also the participants have given information out about themselves mm. simply in the act of summoning and answering the summons. So, so also the um, citizen is getting information about the officer, right? Well, how close are they following? And if you look in the rearview mirror, do you see their face? Also, one of the things I've noticed the office, the, um, the citizen pulls over, mm-hmm. and in some of the uh, videos, you can see, well, they're looking in their rear view mirror or their driver's side mirror. They're watching the officer approach, right? So maybe in this uh, video here, you can't really see the driver if the driver's monitoring the officer, but it very likely is. But you see the officer's approaching very business-like. He's watching, w- walking fast. Mm. There you go, right, he's walking fast, he's peering into the car, right? So he's already on the lookout for, okay, what's going on in the car? What's the driver doing? Mm. Um, there's a lot of work going on there with, with mutual monitoring as uh, these participants get ready for the interaction. So, so there you have it, right? Actually, mm. if you could put the video back there. So, so the officer has now reached the driver's side window mm-hmm. and issues a greeting. And it's a, a polite, positive greeting. Um, good evening, sir, with a term of address that treats the citizen with respect. And you get back from the citizen a hi. Then you get the officer at line four going to the next business of the encounter. Right. Right. This is so I think of this anchor position reason for the stop, whatever reason for the stop. Yeah. And he very explicitly formulates it as the reason for the stop. I was stopping you tonight. You have a headlight out there. Sometimes officers uh, use a reason format. The reason I'm stopping you is mm-hmm. sometimes they simply describe the problem behavior. You have a headlight out. Yeah. So you've got the reason for the stop. I'm stopping tonight. You have a headlight out there. Were you aware of that? There's two actions happening between lines four, five, and six, which I know from looking at lots of these, that when the officer produces the reason for the stop, they often leave a little bit of space for the citizen to uh, show acknowledgement in some way. Mm. Now, the officer here is not doing that, but rather is latching his speech to go in pursuit of a response. Right. I was stopping tonight. You have a headlight out there. Often in other um, data, the officer will just stop there and leave a little bit of silence. And in that silence, citizens often acknowledge in some way. Surprising. surprising now I'm doing it, um, you know, an analysis of a whole collection, but but one of the things that was surprising to me is that uh, citizens don't usually say okay or "Uh Mm uh-huh. If, when and if they respond, they usually respond with surprise. Okay. Right. But then this tag question. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So this format makes it possible or facilitates the uh, yeah or agreement rather than an explanation or a surprise. Yes. And and that's a, a, a common thing that 
officers do. They, they may leave a little silence mm. for the citizen to respond. And it's very interesting if the citizen doesn't respond, then you might see, were you aware of that? Or, you know, is there a reason you're going so fast? Mm. So I was stopping you tonight. You have a head out there. Could have silence. You don't. You have immediate pursuit of a response. Were you aware of that? And, you know, we can just start to think about the construction of those two actions right there. Uh, why, why that now? So in terms of the Shegloff question, why that now? Or another way, you know, to, to think about it, what's the composition of this action? What's its place in a sequence? Mm-hmm. It will give us insight into how this work is getting accomplished, what the motivations are, what sort of projects the participants have. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how does culture, I'm using it here in the sense of people who have familiarity with this particular kind of encounter. So certainly North American drivers have sort of patterns of behavior that they are oriented to. So I guess I'll just ask you for your thoughts mm-hmm. on lines um, four, five, and six, maybe from lines four to eight. Is there yeah. anything that's interesting to you? Well, I think you've you've outlined the the kind of phase structure elements of it and the those point two beat gaps. You know, those are so neatly segmented. I guess the other thing that jumps out at me is that explicitness of the mm-hmm. uh, of the reason. It really is a reason and given mm-hmm. in the format of a reason. And the other thing that did jump out at me was the uh. uh so I guess that mm-hmm. is still a, 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 some work being done. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly a surprise. Well, because it's not. It's a, it's an agreement that we were aware of that, but it's um, it's doing less than a, a direct agreement. I guess a direct agreement would have been a bit risky at that stage, just to go. Were you exactly. aware that you're contravening the law? Yes, you right. <laughs> couldn't be too yeah. enthusiastic. So I guess that's what jumps out at me. Yeah, yeah, nice. You know, I think it, it's interesting to to look at that line, line eight, and and ask, well, why is the citizen composing that action that way? You know, what does a yeah do? What sort of concerns or or projects or motivations for how this interaction is is going to turn out are going into the construction of that action? And I I think that the term you used, risk, really is uh, on the money there. So there's issues of of ownership, right, and obligation. Mm -hmm. And and this plays out in a number of different ways in the, the traffic stop. But here, the particular problem is not like running a stop sign or speeding. You, you can very often get, were you aware of that? Were you aware you ran that stop sign back there? Most of the time, people say, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> Was I? Um, but a headlight is something that's a, a part of you know, the responsibility of a car owner. And yes, there are uh, laws that sort of govern having a car in good working order. But there are uh, practicalities associated that with that, right? Well, maybe the headlight just went out, or you know, maybe it's just been a, a few days, mm-hmm. um, right? So, so uh, yeah, is a it, there's a dispreferredness going mm. on right there. You get, were you aware of that? Yes, right. <laughs> in 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 my mind, like I as I said before, I I'm often playing out what I know as a native native interactionist what I've heard in other data. Right. Um, and I think of it as a kind of comparative approach 
right? And I will try out different things. I may even say them out loud, right? Will yeah. you wear that? Yes. And, and I've also looked at enough of these traffic stops where I have ones like that. You, uh, you were going too fast. Were you aware of that? Yes. It's like, and, and the officer responds with, you were, <laughs> right? Because there's an expectation that an immediate quick yes is, is in fact not the type of response that it's you usually get action. there. Yeah, and I right, guess right. What the, given the options here, you would, the other option that takes account of the structure of the question would be, yeah, I was just on my way to get it fixed. Absolutely. Yeah, and then rush through to some account. Yes. Yeah, this is a great place for an account. And one of the reasons I'm familiar with this pattern is, is um, uh, he Heidi Kivo Feldman, who you probably know, yes. and I, we wrote a paper on citizens' volunteered accounts and right. traffic spot stops. And uh, this would be an ideal place for an account. Were you aware of that? Oh, yeah, we just noticed it on our way home, right? Something like that. But no, that, they don't. They don't have an account there, but you get this delay, an ah, uh, and, uh, and then a yeah, right? So showing a sort of reluctance to admit to their awareness. Hmm. Okay, so, so uh, you know, right here from lines four to eight, you have the officer presenting the problem, reason for the stop. Mm -hmm. We could also think of this as a problem presentation. And in presenting it to the citizen, saying, and, and in various ways this might be formulated, um, showing that the citizen is responsible in some way or ha should have ownership, whether that's knowledge, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they have a good reason for why they did what they did. And I, I think of this as, you know, how does the officer get the citizen to orient to the problem, right. the reason for the stop? O often, as I said, they just leave a little bit of space, but they may go in pursuit, as you uh, see here. Mm -hmm. It's also uh, the other accountable nature of the tra of the light, as you know, the light being out is the officer makes an observation, yeah. as yeah. in this is what I've just directly witnessed, whereas yeah. the driver can't see that. Right, so right, right. Yeah, sort nice. Of inherent yep. accountability, yes. or an inherent uh, yeah account that could be offered. I wasn't aware. Right, right, right. And, and that brings up another issue, again, in the way these um, reasons get formulated. This one, I was stopping you tonight, you have a headlight out there. Sometimes officers really make visible their epistemic status in relation mm. to the having observed a problem, right? So, you know, it could be, I noticed you have a headlight out there. This is more obvious with something like speeding. I, um, I'm stopping you because you were speeding, right? Versus I'm stopping you because I got you going 70 in a 55 back there. So, you know, this formulation here, you have a headlight out is reported as a kind of independent observation on the part of the officer. Mm -hmm. And then the officer moves to check if the citizen has the same knowledge. Right. That's one way to, t to, to deal with that issue. How do they come to have shared, shared knowledge of agreement of what the problem is, what the um, awareness each has uh, for that problem? I think of what's going on with the uh, reason for the stop and the problem presentation as a type of my side telling mm -hmm. that Pomerantz, of course, was 
written about. It's it's a type two knowledge, right? Yeah. Display, which is you know I got you speeding, right? Or you ran that stop sign back there, which which is kind of interesting. It's like you know this is is my observation. I saw it. I recorded it on some equipment. Mm. I might have engaged in um, a practice like uh, so. Sometimes police to catch speeding will. Um, what do they call it? Pacing. They'll pace the car. They'll follow the car and figure out the uh, speed that way. So they say that, and then that's a place for the citizen to come in and say their side. My side is you went through that stop sign or your headlights out, mm -hmm. right? And what's your side? Oh, yeah. You know, we just noticed it, or I've been meaning to get it fixed. So they probably wouldn't say that. They'd, they'd say, yeah, I'm I'm getting it fixed tomorrow, right? right? Yeah. And, and one of the things I've, I've noticed and, and also written about is if you go online and look at traffic stops that are there, which, you know, there are very few just sort of routine type mm -hmm. things. There are often um, offenses committed by officers, some controversial use of force, very often may end tragically. So um, there are some traffic stops online that received a lot of media attention, infamous traffic stops, where you see actually that the officer did not do any of this work of getting alignment mm. um, for the reason for the stop early on. Interesting. And so I've claimed that it's important, right? Officers are doing, most officers are doing this fairly routinely in their stops, mm. right? Leaving a little space actually pursuing acknowledgement from the citizen, getting them on board. Look, here's the reason. Because if you don't get that on board, you, you don't get that uh, solved right away, then it can come up later in the interaction and cause problems. Mm. Right. So the phase structure actually has a kind of protocol yes. built into it that is about providing for all kinds of things, safety, absolutely, legitimacy of the stop. Legitimacy uh, is good yeah. here. Yeah. Interesting. Right. So, so the the officer is, and and I'm convinced that they're very unaware of this. That they're unaware that they're leaving a little bit of space, or that they may be pursuing uh, an acknowledgement or an account from the citizens. They they are aware. I've I've spoken to officers. I've observed uh, traffic stop training, and so they're aware of a lot of things that they're saying and doing. And I have video where you have the same officer uh, pulling people over for speeding in a school zone like he's literally just sitting in his car or standing outside and he has a script that he uses time after time after time after time when he approaches the driver who he's caught speeding um, in this uh, school zone and I think with him he has interactionally figured out if I do it this way this way this way it's going to be efficient and um, I'm going to get the, uh, the kinds of buy-in to the encounter that I need mm -hmm. to do what I am, you know, already planned to do when the department sent me to sit here all day, right? <laughs> Which is, he gives tickets all the time. Yeah. Nobody gets out of a ticket with him. But he builds his, um, he builds his reason for the stop in a way that people, you know, have to go along and... Mm. <laughs> he's sort of optimizing the stop structure for ticket giving oh thank you yes i love it i'm writing that down don't worry i'll, <laughs> I'll cite you on that optimizing the task structure for 
for ticket giving. Yes. So I'm really right. grateful for you taking the time and sharing it. And it certainly yeah. whets my appetite to go and revisit the paper that you and Heidi wrote about uh, the volunteer <laughs> right. accounts and, and right. to read more. Um, I'm really very grateful. Yeah, the Rolsey paper. Yeah. Sure. There's a, a paper also in 2018 in mm -hmm. Rolsey that I, that I wrote. And it talks about this issue of alignment um, to the reason for the stop and officers work to get alignment. Great. Thank you. This has been marvelous. Uh, thank you, Mardi. Sure. Absolutely. My pleasure.